0: Welcome to this edition of the Aspora Central Spotlight with me today from Atlanta, Georgia, the one man that needs no introduction in the Kizomba community. This man has played more dense floors than you can imagine. He goes by the name of DJ Gellas. DJ Gellas, welcome to the Aspora Central.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for the wonderful introduction. And thank you for inviting me. Hello, everyone.
0: Yes, definitely a pleasure. Definitely a pleasure. And we appreciate you taking some time out of your busy schedule to sit with us and kind of go over some of the good things that you guys have going on in the Kizomba community. Currently, we know that things have probably been a little bit slow because of the pandemic.
1: Exactly. Yes, for the past year and a month, I guess. Yeah. Things all over the world have been kind of slow, unfortunately, but I believe uh, things are starting to get uh, ramped up again. Okay. Hopefully.
0: Right. How are you managing? What is Gellers uh, doing during that time?
1: Man, <laughs> I've been trying to stay sane. I managed to kind of get that itch of playing and, mm-hmm. you know, providing that entertainment to people, but at the same time, it's not the same thing. Gotcha, uh, and I think everybody can agree with that. But that's what I've been doing in order to actually, um, to actually pass time and and deal with the anxiety, I guess, of being in the middle of this pandemic.
0: Right now, for many people that don't quite know, you are one of the pioneers of Kizomba in the diaspora USA. You're one of the first DJs that really started to. Play Kizomba in venues closer to the mainstream, showcasing Kizomba in major venues, major events. Um, how do you feel right now about the movement going on within the Kizomba community on on the the, the enhancement or I guess the improvement that is happening in the Kizomba community? How do you feel
1: about it? Well, it's 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 been interesting. It's been an interesting ride when I first got on and made a conscious decision to to get on this Kizomba circuit that was closer to to the mainstream to to get uh folks involved other than palop folks mm-hmm. I never thought that uh, Kizomba would reach this this level of notoriety mm-hmm. and and having people from all over the world enjoy uh something that's from our culture something you know that we've always treasured but it was within the community always it's uh it's been uh, like i said an interesting ride i I think at times we all wonder because as soon as it, it gets out you kind of not that you need to have control but you kind of lose control of what is being portrayed or what is being put out there right sometimes that's a bit a bit of a concern at the same time i think that uh it's still uh a gift to the world in terms of what Kizomba has been able to provide to a lot of people right? Um, in the last few years.
0: Right. Now, is, is, is one of the pioneers, of course, there's that portion of heritage that connects you to the, I guess, to the culture itself. So let's go ahead and, and start by actually lining up that that uh, authenticity, as I like to put it, right? So DJ Gallas is originally from what country?
1: I was born and raised in Portugal, mm-hmm. but my family is from Cabo Verde.
0: Okay, so so you are from Portugal, but from with Cape Verdean
1: heritage. That is correct. All right.
0: Now, yes. when so you you come you come into the US already as a, as an as an adult as a young kid, um, at around I
1: came when I was I was eighteen, so 18. I was already
0: there. Adult, you go. So yeah. So kind of ready to start college. Now, were you already playing right. as a DJ at that time?
1: I was not. Mm-hmm. I was not playing. But I, of course, when I was in Portugal, I frequented all African clubs right. and had a lot of friends and was in the middle of all that mm-hmm. in, the, in the early 90s. Oh. And that's actually one of the reasons why I, when I got here, I my interest for music grew right. and I wanted to actually be a part of a, what I could call in terms of a change, in terms of broadening their horizons of what was being played here in the States at the time.
0: Right. Now, what exactly triggered that passion or that growth for uh, playing music? Do you come from a family of where do you have a DJ? Who exactly or or who or what may have been the thing that triggered that into turning you into a DJ?
1: Okay, so... I have influences in terms of music from both my my parents okay my mom like brazilian cape virgin music more like and all that right my dad more of a jazz um uh musical side mm-hmm. and then they they transmitted me to, of course the the, the 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 involvement in music right. however my brother he was when i got here he was already involved in radio okay uh he did a radio show with uh, an of ours, okay. So he was involved in music, he was always listening to music. So I would have to credit him, yeah. in terms of uh, schooling me in terms of you know guiding the backgrounds, yeah. you know, of lusophone music gotcha. and then continuing giving me that, that platform, yeah. To and, then grow.
0: Okay, and what is your brother's name, if you don't mind telling us, Paulo, Paulo, all right. So Paulo Monteiro, Paulo Flor. Paulo Flores. Oh, Paulo. <laughs> Flo, <floor>, not Paulo Floor. <laughs> floor. Paulo yes, floor. Yeah. Yes. floor. All right. Yes. Okay. So now, now that that is kind of good, and the, the reason why we like to ask for names is because we like to kind of connect the dots of the diaspora to honestly know who has influenced who and what, so that we can create some sort of a DNA of of this diaspora culture, that all this diaspora community that we. Today is, is, is ours, right? It's what, it's what we're right. building, Is what we living in. Now, eventually you get to a point in which, okay, you gonna venture into your first event. Where did you play your first professional, let's say, or semi-professional event, your your first, the first one that you said that, that helped you make that decision that, okay, I think I got this thing for real. I can this,
1: do this. This was in Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, right. Mid nineties and that back then I was, doing small sets here and there, but I was accompanying other DJs, friends of mine. Uh, DJ Kolazuk, shout to him. He also took me under his wing. I used to do small sets here and there to help him out. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, I, I think we come, I come from a generation where in order to start, you know, as being a professional DJ, you, you help other DJs, you, you set up the equipment, you, you, Right, you, know, you get the schooling right. on all of those things, you, you know.
0: You earn your and stripes.
1: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and uh, DJ Kolazuk was very instrumental um, on that process for me.
0: All right. Now one 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 of the things uh, one one of the things that I, I sometimes like to do with people, especially people that have as much time in in whatever they do as you do, I like to kind of talk about a, a little. Tiny small thing. Were there cassette CDs, cassette and CDs, or CDs and mini disc?
1: At the time it yeah. was uh, when I first started. Uh, I, I came in an era that was already using CDs, but mm-hmm. there was records as well. Cassette tapes were very prevalent, but not at the club at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, we use all those uh, in terms of recording. Uh, the mini discs were also kind of prevalent right towards the late 90s of course the with the introduction of uh cd recorders that changed the game uh and for for especially for djs as far as uh, what we could do and what compilations we could have and right. make ourselves
0: yeah. yeah all right but you know what? For someone who's got as much track mileage as you do, we need to kind of take a look at a few images of um, the things that you do, because we know that one of the latest efforts that you are involved in is the Miami Kizomba Festival.
1: Miami Beach Kizomba Festival. Miami yeah. Beach
0: Kizomba Festival. So let's go ahead and take a take a look at a few images of that event, and then when we get back, let's talk a little bit more about that and exactly what you guys plan to do, if not this year, the f- next year. So we'll be right back right here on Diaspora Central with Killing Less and my guest today, DJ Gellis. Mm-hmm.
1: Tanto faz que só desfaz e tira a paz Tirou voado, já se foi embora hey. Vou te pôr anel no dedo Vou fazer muito chamego Vou fazer o um lepo-lepo Pra te fazer família
0: Back. If you have just joined us, you are now tuned into Diaspora Central. And today we're doing a spotlight on Kizomba and with me via Zoom. From Atlanta, Georgia, we have DJ Gellis. This is the Lusophone DJ, Mr. Authenticity himself. The AKA, the man who puts the stripes on anyone else that tries to put any Lusophone music on a turntable, CD player, you name it, any forum that will play. If does not get the approval of this man in the US, then it may be questionable. DJ Gellis, I think I think I just put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> I think so you, I, I yes, think uh, I just made your target right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But 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 I tell I tell you why I tell you why because in all honesty, you are a man who has earned those stripes you have earned those stripes and i say that personally because i have known you that long i have known you from oh gracious man it's now been at least 10 years easy yeah
1: more Um, than that yeah more than more than that in dc right Um, yeah the days right yeah yeah
0: Yeah, early 2000s uh yeah yeah, early like 2008 yeah Two thousand and seven. Eight. Nine.
1: yeah maybe even before that because i know right. there was some uh this was because of uh, independence angolan independence oh yeah oh
0: yeah yeah you're 2005 so. 2003 <laughs> 2005 yes. you, this is we're going on 20 years so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's been a minute definitely been a minute but i'll I tell you one thing that i like about you you keep your grind just like you just got started you consistently yeah. on point consistently on tune consistently true to the culture?
1: Uh, I, I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the minutes that anybody that does any profession, uh, at any point that they think that they've made it or that they've reached the mountaintop, mm-hmm. then that's when you start losing something. Right. I think you always need to be in tune with what people are doing out there, listen to other DJs, uh, seeing what's being done. Uh, that's imperative uh i'm not above uh anybody else especially those that are starting now a lot of people that are starting in in the culture and that's something that i always tell them keep grinding and keep working on your craft uh because uh, that's what is going to give you longevity if that's what you're searching for indeed and and just to be true to to the culture to those that came before myself as well because there are others that are whose shoulders i i stood on yes and, and definitely I wouldn't like to uh, uh, disappoint them in the work that they did.
0: right. and and, and that and that's the that, that's the level of humbleness that in my opinion, I think the Kizomba community needs a lot more of because as you know, many of the people coming in today don't even respect that. they, they, they sort of try to take for granted or, or they feel entitled to, to 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 take it, right and and don't quite understand at times they even go as far as disrespecting the culture. In in itself, but time normally tends to teach those good lessons, those good moral lessons. Exactly, right? <laughs> and, sure. and, and therefore we're gonna leave that portion right there. Let's now talk about the Miami Beach Kizomba Beach. festival. Let's talk about that. How did that idea? First of all, let me just state right here, and Danny and uh, Shaliana, I feel very offended because. As one of the earliest Lusophone guys in the US, I'm offended that I was not invited to be a part of that festival from the (laughs) get-go. Now that I got that out of my chest. (laughs) I'm I'm just kidding Uh, honestly. I really feel proud of you guys and I've been proud of you guys from the get-go from the beginning. I knew that there was a working formula from the first show you guys did. I still haven't had a chance to go because you guys always pick a weekend when I am into something else. So the one year that i wanted to go is the one year that we didn't have it, which was last year and uh that I, exactly. I, I i made i booked myself this year also i kind of unbooked myself for that time to hopefully see if you guys do happen i may go but definitely next year i want to go and have that experience what exactly right. triggered that idea how did it start um what made it happen
1: uh so you got to date back to 2013. Mm-hmm. I was already doing a lot of, uh, shows and festival or a couple of festivals here in the States, mm-hmm. um, in San Francisco, and Seattle and all of that stuff. And I, I kept on seeing that there was, uh, a couple of festivals that were being run by a couple of people, nothing against them. The first festivals that came through were, uh, great, uh, festivals in terms of networking, getting to know people, but there was something missing. I felt, um, and, uh, I, I uh, in talking to Danny and at events at this point, mm-hmm. which he was, he's from Guinea Bissau and he was teaching in England. And, uh, he, uh, I, I talked to them in, in, the possibility of having an event in the States that would be kind of, uh, mimicking what our parties, mm-hmm. which is something that was missing. in, in my view, uh, um, so we talked about it, we discussed, and, uh, the, the I, idea came to, to take form. And uh, we, of course, um, Shaliana and Yair at this point, cause the group was bigger in the right. beginning, they joined our, our team. And, uh, in 2013, we started planning for what would become the first Miami Beach Izomba festival in 2014. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, uh. It, it took a while to plan it took mm-hmm. a while to to get things together mm-hmm. uh for uh, an event that's uh, took a life of its own right. uh, after after some years
0: yeah it's definitely become i believe it's become a monster because now it's no longer an event it is an experience i hear
1: uh yes definitely yeah. um we have people coming from all over the world fortunately mm-hmm. we've been uh very blessed in doing that and of course also showcasing um Artists from our culture and highlighting live music, which was one of the things that we always wanted to do from the get-go.
0: Right, and you have had serious names in there. You guys have had Yolá Smedo,
1: Yolá Smedo, Paulo Flores. Uh, Paulo Flores, we haven't Paul had, haven't to had yet. Him yet. Okay,
0: so you, uh, you guys have had Yuri da Cunha. Okay,
1: Yuri da Cunha, mm-hmm. Don Quixos, uh, Nelson Freitas, Georgie, what? Grace, Evora. Oh wow. Amongst other, other artists that we've had over the years as well. Yeah.
0: Nice. Nice. No, that de- definitely, definitely nice and on point. So what is up and coming
1: <laughs> up and coming? I guess, uh, I, I can talk about it now. Uh, uh, this year, we, uh, as of right now, as things are involving with COVID in Florida, the state of Florida is currently open. We will have the edition, the seventh edition that okay. was originally supposed to happen last year. Okay. Um, from August 26th through 30th. Okay. Uh, there's gonna be a, a few adjustments because of COVID and because of the limitations that that brings. That's, uh, we will detail all of those on the website when people are getting ready to, to purchase their passes. And uh, of course we wanna be all for safety and uh, we are gonna have some some measures in, in place in order to try and uh, guarantee some, some safety to the event
0: no def- definitely 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 but see there you guys go again peaking august 26th through the 30th <laughs> oh my goodness man i got i gotta figure out how to make this thing work because um, yes you do <laughs> yeah, i gotta i gotta figure this thing out but um eventually i'm gonna get it and when i get it i'm definitely gonna make this thing worthwhile but one of the, one of the greatest things that you guys also have going on is the fact that um you, you guys have pretty much created a an experience really, and, and that experience has been giving people a true understanding of a bit of Lusophone culture. And, and when I say Lusophone, because there's always that war right, of Kizomba is Angolan, Kizomba is this, Kizomba is that, Kizomba right. is whatever, right? But at the end of the day, Kizomba is, a Luso is, is, is something of the Lusophone culture that all Lusophone countries do love and appreciate. And now America is exactly. also starting to love and appreciate. And for that alone, I have to salute you guys for doing definitely something great. But I'm still sore on the fact that there's still <laughs> no Angolan on that festival as a member of the... <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop because people are gonna take me seriously, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know that I'm just kidding, man. No, it's, uh, the, uh, it's uh, definitely uh, one of those good and great things, man. Um, Any shout outs that you would like to give before we let you go?
1: <laughs> shout outs to, to all the folks that supported MBKF mm-hmm. o- over the years and mm-hmm. supported myself as well in terms of hiring me to play in all these places, trusting my work. Mm-hmm. Uh Shout out to you uh, that all you right. keep on doing this work. Thank you. Sir. Uh, that shouldn't go unnoticed as well. Highlighting folks that are in the culture, that's extremely important. Always. And we need to... Uh, we need more outlets like that. And definitely uh, you have been instrumental on, in doing that. Oh, so no, I, I, I appreciate that's... I
0: appreciate you recognizing that. And as a matter of fact, man, I, I have an archive on you. I've actually ran into, and that's from back in 2011, I believe. Um, oh, wow. In DC. Yeah, I have an archive on you. Um, and that's at the time in which um, we were trying to put together the... Um, Afro sensual movement with okay. Um, Zinzi. Okay. Thakur Brown. Got it. Yeah, so uh, I have an archive and I need to probably uh, yes. throw back wow, right,
1: yeah right right
0: I need to I need to throw back <laughs> I need to throw back one of those archives because I actually have an interview of you back then um, that we did back then and I'll tell you man definitely salute salute for the good work, work salute for the great work and aside from the Miami uh, beach kizomba festival you are one of those DJs that is definitely Played several other events, and I have to highlight one of the very few ones that I considered very important for the culture. That was uh, Eduardo Payne's first performance in the US. You were the DJ present, actually. Was you and uh, uh, DJ FX, correct? Yes. 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 You you guys, uh, and that was at the uh, Kizomba Summit. um, Yes. Right. um, Kianda's Kizomba Summit. For that alone, you you guys um, have earned my respect. And brother, this is home. At any point in time, feel free to come by. Um, this is a quick spotlight, but you have to make me a promise that you will be back for us to actually do a profile interview on you because you have for a lot sure. of history and a lot of stories. And a lot of, um. I don't wanna say gossip because we don't gossip in this show. We just state facts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely, <But laughs> I, I leave. I, I promise right here that uh, we'll be back and uh, and we'll continue this conversation.
0: All right, no, they'll definitely be lovely, brother. Because we want we want to go back. We want to go back all the way back to Portugal and, and and even a little bit into into Cape Verde and and then walk our way back into the U.S. and then back into Portugal already as a famous DJ. We kind of want to take the journey with you. So if you give us that pleasure, we'll definitely appreciate it. So we're going to go out with a few more more images of the Miami Beach Kizomba Festival. DJ Gellis, thank you for joining us.
1: Pleasure is all mine. Thank you. Right. And, uh, and uh, best of luck to you and, and, the, and the show.
0: Indeed. And for everyone else watching, thank you for joining us. And remember, if you have not yet tried this dance, you definitely need to Go try a bit of Kizomba and you'll definitely do good, not only to your soul, but to any other relationship that you have going on. Until next time, I am Gil less peace. <laughs>